Hello, and welcome to the Human Entropy Podcast, a podcast where we can discuss the chaos, the adversity, and the triumph that is being human. I'm Felicia Parker, I live in Nashville, Tennessee, and I'm passionate about sharing the resilience I see in other people that inspire me to chase what makes me feel most alive. This is a place to be a friend, a place to encourage, and a place to challenge. This is Human Entropy. So this is an interesting episode because it's not really about human resilience, but I felt inspired after I watched that folklore special on Disney Plus, and I've always wanted a chance to break down the songs that I've written and be able to let people in on the process of getting inspired and then creating the final outcome and everything in between. Therefore, uh, thanks to many of my friends who encouraged me to do this, I'm going to break down each song off of my EP called Burning Kind that I just released in October. In this episode, you'll hear me retell the settings of where I was when I got the idea for each song, the stories behind my own life experiences that led me to write the songs, and quite a few voice memos of when I would um, just scramble to record as soon as I got a lyric and melody idea for each song, which, side note... I had so much fun digging up the old voice memos because so many of them were just laughable. But anyways, I will also include snippets of the masters so that you can hear the final result of each song. Feel free to skip over this episode because I don't have any special guests. It's just me. And um, sometimes I talk too much. So the first track is a song called Heaven. Um, I think it was sometime in October of 2018 when I started writing this song. Uh, I was actually in the middle of work at Franklin Juice here in Nashville. Disclaimer, um, if anyone spends more than five minutes with me, they're bound to learn that basically all that's in my head is movies. Like, all the time. I'm constantly thinking of scenes from movies. Always. And so, I remember on this night, I think maybe I had plans to go home and watch Love Actually, which is, by the way, in my top ten favorite movies. I love it forever. Um... I mean, I assume that's why it was in my head, but also, again, movies are just always in my head all the time. But I was thinking of the movie and thinking of so many different scenes from it. Um, And for some reason, I was thinking of that scene um, with the little boy when he's telling Liam Neeson that he's in love with this girl at school and he says, everyone worships her because she's heaven. And... I guess I just started thinking about the concept of experiencing heaven. Um, And I kind of started half going down this road of nostalgia, sort of remembering what it was like to be in love, but then also kind of half going down a road of daydreaming of someday being in love again. And so that's kind of what the song is about, the feeling of heaven, like, or the feeling of being in love, but kind of comparing it to heaven. Um, And so I like this song because it's kind of more about a feeling instead of a person. And I really love how my producer, Robbie, figured out a way to capture the feeling of being in love sonically. You know, like, for example, like love, the track feels really steady the whole time and simple and whimsical and bright and kind of intense at times, but overall really vibrant and joyful. And so that's what we were aiming for. He accomplished it. He's a genius. 
uh, yeah, my favorite part of the song is that there is a voice memo that I took on my phone of a New York City subway. Um, it's actually playing throughout the whole song, but you can hear it best at the very end. You know, with that, we were really trying to channel our inner Jack Antonoff because we love him. And I wrote almost all of this song all by myself, but my roommate Sierra actually wrote one of the lines in the second verse. I, it's that line that says, my walls collapse through your gaze. So shout out to Sierra because I don't know that that line would be in there without her. Probably would be something completely different, but I liked what she said. And so she is a co-writer on this song. I do have a few voice memos of the first moments when I got the melody for this song, but they are not good. Like, really, it's not good because I'm still trying to figure out the melody, the pace, like the emphasis on what syllables. It's just it's really bad but it's kind of worth sharing, I guess. So this first voice memo is of me running to the back of the store at Franklin Juice to record the idea that I just got, even though, again, it's really shaky, the melody's all over the place. Thank goodness the song didn't end up sounding like this. Be here with you is heaven No one else could ever make my life Feel the safety of your presence when you wrap your arms around me tight. This next voice memo is from a day or so later when I sat down at the piano and got the melody locked down quite a bit better. Thank goodness. The avenue is heaven. No one else could ever make my life. Here is the snippet of the final song written by me and Sierra Scott, produced and mixed by Robbie Archis, and mastered by John Naclario, who, humble brag, worked with Jack Antonoff way back in the day. Um, he even got him his first record deal, which is so cool. I'm just happy to be linked to him in any way possible because it's my dream to meet him, let alone work with him someday. But anyways, here is Heaven. song on the EP is called Gone with the Wind. It's the oldest song on the EP, being that I wrote it, I think, in May of 2017. 
and humbly, I'm really proud of these lyrics just because they feel really clever to me, and I feel like they just flowed out of me while I was writing them. And this song is really fun too because I'm pretty sure it's only one of two songs that were the only ones that I wrote in order, section by section. So the first lyric that you hear is the first lyric that I wrote for the song. Usually when I'm writing a song, I'll get a sentence or a part of a song first and sort of build around it. I got the idea of this song after running into the mom of someone who used to be in my life. That is as cryptic, yet also obvious, yet also sophisticated as I can make this. And a few days after running into her, I just kept thinking, like, I wonder if your mother told you that she saw me. <laughs> and I really ran with the rest of the words that followed. Because again, it just felt like the song really unfolded naturally. It didn't feel like I had to work that hard or try that hard to write it or make it clever. Um, that's definitely not always the case. But anyways, I got the idea while I was working as an assistant teacher at a preschool. I think I was in the middle of feeding a baby when I got the idea. So I am pretty sure I had to just completely repeat the lyric and melody idea that I got over and over and over again until I was able to get a free minute to sing it into my phone. And so this first voice memo is of that free moment in the car on the way home from work. But my voice is so bad and scratchy in this voice memo because I think I was sick. So my voice was is not cute. Please bear with me. And I wonder if your mother told you that she saw me the other day. So the next day after the voice memo that I just played you, I believe I came home from work, grabbed my guitar, and then put it in the back seat of my car and drove to a church around the corner from our house because I think it was a weekday, so no one was there. And I just sat in the parking lot and hopped in the back seat and tried to write the rest of the song because sometimes I'll do that, just get away to an empty place to get into that creative mindset. So this voice memo is from right after I completed the first part of the song. And I think I was sending what I had finished to a friend here in Nashville who's also a musician. Um, so I just wanted to see what she thought. And again, please forgive me. My voice is just, ugh, and I'm really sorry. All right, so I wrote this yesterday. Well, all of it yesterday. Um, I got the melody line for the words in the middle of feeding a baby, which was fun. Um, and I'm just not putting my voice to the chords for it. And my voice is still gone, so it sounds kind of bad. But I just wanted to send it to you and see what you think. Forgive me, it actually does sound really bad. But anyway. Yeah, I wonder if your mother told you she saw me the other day. Yeah, I'm willing to bet old feelings crept up before you pushed them away. How do I let go? How do I free my soul from the only love I've ever known? Maybe by next week I won't be losing sleep, stuck in a haze about the days when you still wanted me. 
Still got to play around with that last part. This next voice memo is really funny because it's at work while I'm pushing babies around in a cart. <laughs> um, you can hear them in the background. Uh, but it's just another lyric idea that I got at work, and I happened to have my phone this time, so I was able to sing it right away. Recording at work, part one, with babies in the background. <laughs> oh, baby, what's gonna come of this? Surely these songs are not how we end. This last voice memo is not anything that you need to hear, but it was when I finally got the flow down for the beginning of the song. But I do mess up at the end of the voice memo, and I kind of say something funny, so I thought that I would include it. Here you go. I wonder if your mother told you she saw me the other day. Yeah, I'm willing that old feelings crept up before you pushed them away. How do I let go? How do I free my soul from the only love I've ever known? Maybe by next week I won't be losing sleep. Stuck in a haze from the days when you still wanted me. And here's a snippet of the final song, the final result of the song, written by me, produced and mixed by Robbie Artris, and again mastered by John Leclerio. And I'm really happy with the way the beginning of the song turned out because I wanted to keep the prelude of the song as close to what it sounded like as when I would play it in my kitchen or my bedroom or wherever. So to record the beginning part, Robbie played the guitar and I sang. We both sat kind of far back in the room away from the microphone instead of the traditional right up on the mic. And I'm really happy with how it turned out. Oh. 
The third track on the EP is called Let's Pretend We're in Love. Basically, it's this confession of the mindset that I was sort of subscribed to in 2019. At the time, I guess, um, I was feeling really burnt out when it came to investing in someone romantically. And I was also going through a numbing phase in many other areas of life. So essentially, I was just sort of operating out of this glove headspace. And somehow through that, so many dudes came up out of the woodwork. Like, I was not trying at all. I was not on dating apps. Dating apps are fine, but I don't get on them. They were just coming up out of nowhere, and I wasn't trying. So it was weird because I was so apathetic about everything, but no exaggeration. When one thing would end with one guy, there was another one reaching out to take me out, and I'm like, this is new territory. This is weird. But it was really thrilling and exciting and seemingly like a pain-free method because I wasn't investing in any of them. I was just having fun. Of course, it would get kind of rocky if they would start to have feelings because from the get-go, I decided that I wasn't going to have feelings. And the bridge of the song is kind of like a, I'm sorry for that. It's really honest. It's where I say, it's nothing personal. I'm untouchable because I'm not really there. But anyways, that numbing thing couldn't have lasted forever. Don't worry, mom. I snapped out of it. So I think, again, I was at work getting ready to go on a date with a person who will remain nameless, but I started thinking about how burnt out I was, but yet still willing to go out and have fun. So I started singing the pre-chorus and the chorus into my phone, and this is the voice memo from that. I got burned out, my eyes dried out, the end gave my heart's in doubt. If it don't last, we can't turn back. You're holding me like a heart attack Let's have a little fun Let's pretend we're in love This next voice memo is from when I got the bridge for the song I think I was just hanging out in Franklin I was outside, you can hear the birds in the background um, This was just a few days after the first idea hit, I think it's nothing personal, I'm untouchable Because I'm not really there What's left of me is lost and the rest of me is elsewhere This last voice memo is from several weeks later when I got most of the structure of the song down. A lot of the pre-chorus words, we, we cut them, but this is what I originally had for the lyrics of the song. Soft gaze, mistakes, sad game we play Long night, bright day, you ask, please stay I got burned out, eyes dried out, the end gave way Heart in doubt, if it don't last, can't turn back Let's have a little fun Let's pretend we're in love Are we a reckless mistake? Do whatever you want Let's have a little And again, here's a snippet of the final song 
also written by me, also produced and mixed by Ravi Artress, and also mastered by John Naclerio. Soft games, mistakes, sad game we play. Long night, bright day. This next track on the EP is the title track. It's called Burning Kind. It was really important for me that this song came right after Let's Pretend We're In Love because this song is kind of like a follow-up of the aftermath of the phase that I was in and just being numb for all of 2019. So it was kind of like all that numbing kind of like finally caught up to me. So Burning Kind is meant to capture the feeling of being really far removed from something because you kind of don't have a choice but to remove yourself from it but also feeling like, well, this person or this experience or this relationship, whatever, it doesn't just leave your memory. In fact, if you're me, it burns in your memory. So kind of where do you go from there? Um, and that's sort of where the line, if I'm not okay by now, I wonder when I'll be, comes from. This is the most recently written song on the EP. I wrote it, I think in September and a little bit of October of 2019. And this is the other song that I wrote in order, section by section. So again, the first line that you hear in the song is the first lyric that I got when I started writing it. I love this song so much because it really feels like the most honest, best representation of how deeply I feel and who I am, in essence. So I wrote this song in our sunroom of the house me and my roommates were living in at the time, and... Yeah, it was just a random weekend day, I think, and I started writing the first lyrics and putting them to the guitar. And this is the voice memo of that. Also, sorry, it's kind of long. These days, the only time I think you is when I realize. Wait, hold on. My nails are too long. Days. The only time I think you is when Damn it These days The only time I think you is when I realize How long it's been since I last thought of you These days The only time I'm awake is when I dream And when I'm awake I'm
And this next voice memo is when I got the chorus in the same setting as the previous voice memo. Uh, you can hear me writing each word down on paper between singing them because I didn't want to forget anything. In the mind, I'm lost in the clouds and I'm not coming down. Oh, mm-hmm. you and I, we're somewhere lost out at sea. Trapped in my dreams, oh. And here's a snippet of the final song, again written by me, again produced by Robbie, and mixed by Robbie, and mastered by John. These days, the only time I think of you is when I realize how long it's been since the last time I thought of you. These days, the only time I'm awake is when I dream. When I'm awake, I'm asleep mm-hmm. Cause in my mind Well, I'm lost in the clouds And I'm not coming down Oh Ooh. You and I We're lost out at sea So we're trapped in my dreams Oh next song on the EP is called In the Light, and I wrote it on the way home from a wedding in 2018. It's kind of about finally getting to a point of letting something go, even though it may not be what you would have chosen at the time. The second verse, though, is about learning how to move forward after having to choose to let something go and realizing that you're seeking yourself instead and you're better off because of that. Therefore, it's maybe good that you chose to let something go. But anyway, so the chorus is literally about standing in sunlight during the wedding I was at, getting, you know, a few glimpses of someone who used to mean so much to me, hoping that they wouldn't catch me doing it, but turns out the person that I was staring at was kind of doing the same thing to me. It was kind of just like, well, (laughs) what do you do? So this voice memo is from right after I got home from the wedding. Um, I had the first half of the song finished by then. I think this is me playing it all the way through for the first time. I do what I can with what I have I'm done being held down by the past But you know you could do it if you wanted me back Just promise me that this time it's gonna last Finally spin, come to the end of it No longer know what to feel Or even how to forget Will I fall down again? Find more devastation How do I erase you from me When you're engraved permanent? In the light You saw me 
This next voice memo is from several months later because I don't think I ever finished the song when I started it. But I revisited it and then started adding to it and this is on the piano when I finally had a second verse. Soon it was myself I learned to see snippet of the final song written by me produced and mixed by Robbie and mastered by John I do what I can with what I have I'm done being held down by the past you know you could have done it if you wanted me back if you promised me that this time the last song written for the EP is called Anthem and I actually think it took me almost two years to finish it's just been so long I'm not entirely sure if that's accurate but I think I think that the first lyrics that I got for it were from the pre-chorus where I say I was a forest fire and you couldn't get any higher Um, so the meaning behind this song is like half meant to paint a picture of two people who used to be in one another's lives finally seeing each other again after a long time of being apart and then on the other end it's an admission on my end of recognizing what a past relationship in my life was and how I look at it now having had so many years past I think that that forest fire line came first because I had finally reached a point of having that bird's eye view perspective where 
I was just kind of hit with this revelation of like, man, sometimes I can really be a force. And I had this metaphoric imagery of a wildfire in a forest and how there's really no way to escape it if you're in it. It kind of just overtakes you. And so I guess I had this thought of my relationship looking like me being intense at times. And I started to wonder if the intensity might have struck the relationship, but also if it potentially burned it down. But I got the verses for the song after having run into the person who inspired most of these songs and just feeling like, oh, perhaps all is well. And I just wanted to dance in the streets after that and like celebrate how good of a feeling that was, you know, celebrate where I'm at now finally, and also start to wonder where I might end up and who I might be sitting next to in life, in the magical moments and in the mundane moments. And so it's overall meant to be a celebration of what was alongside celebrating what's to come. And I really mean every word that I wrote. Wrote the whole song myself, but I have to give my friend Zach credit as well. He is another producer in the studio that Robbie has on Music Row here in Nashville. His studio is in the same building as Robbie's, and so sometimes he would come visit us during our sessions, and he's such a great guy. But on this one particular day, we just wanted a third opinion on how the melody of the song was sounding in the first verse, and he was actually the one to change the melody on Hard to Tell. I don't even remember what it was, but in the first verse, it's like, I'm not sure if the eyes I'm looking into belong to the person that I once knew. I think I was saying, hard to tell, and he changed it to, hard to tell. That's really weird, singing to anyone in my podcast. That's weird. I don't know if I liked that. Um, He changed hard to tell, and what he did was way better than what I did. I loved it so much, so he definitely deserves the credit for that. So he is an official co-writer of the song. It's funny, though, because he doesn't even remember doing that. We tell him all the time, and he's like, yeah, I don't remember that. But he definitely did. So good job, Zach. So I have lots of voice memos for this song since it took me so long to finish it. But this first one is from when I got that forest fire lyric idea. Oh, but I was a forest fire, and you couldn't get any higher. You can put me out if you try. I am not sure how much later this next voice memo is from between the previous one and this one, but it is when I got the first verse and the pre-chorus together and played it to guitar. And then the one after is from a few days later when I was getting the structure and the melodies locked down quite a bit better. Tough structure of a song is tough. We'll see what this sounds like. Eh. <laughs> Stage painted blue, it smells like cheap perfume. In the back corner, that's where I saw you. One year and six months, six months past. You look better than ever. I know that I do too. I'm not sure whose eyes I'm looking into belong to the person that 
I was a forest fire You couldn't get any higher You couldn't put me out if you tried You couldn't put me out if you tried So this next voice memo is from in the studio, actually. Um, I'm explaining some of the song to Robbie really bad. I'm not explaining myself well. Um, We're also trying to lock in the timing of everything. And um, I also just have to say, Robbie is such a patient man. Because again, I don't make any sense at all. Listening back, I'm like, what am I trying? What am I talking about? But this is a longer voice memo, but it's just us kind of dinking around in the studio. Why is it you couldn't get any higher? Because metaphorically, I'm like so intense, you can't like get out of it. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Like, yeah. Okay, yeah. Ah! The second one is gonna be worse. (laughs) It's gonna be harder. Um, I was doing it quick before anyways, but so it would be like, oh, see, I can't even, (laughs) it would be like, now I'm a forest fire, fueled by forbidden desire, it'll work, it's just going to be trickier. Yeah. Except I think it's the same amount of syllables, so maybe not. I think, I think you can make it work. Okay. I was a forest fire, you couldn't get any higher, couldn't put me out if you tried. Couldn't put me out if you tried. But you you guys are saying maybe drop. Yeah, I think you you just said, I don't know, how do you feel about that? I don't know, I like the... Double if you tried. Mm -hmm. It's not the couldn't put me out, it's the if you tried that I like more. Yeah. Um, okay. I was a forest fire. Wait, now I'm singing the second one. I was a forest fire. You couldn't get any higher. Couldn't put me out if you tried. Couldn't put me out. Maybe, um, maybe it could just be one, and I could say you couldn't put me out if you tried. Except no. Hold on. I'm just thinking out loud. Ignore what I'm saying. I was a forest fire. You couldn't get any higher. Couldn't put me out if you tried. Maybe it doesn't even have to be that note that I'm ending on. Maybe I could sing it the way I was singing the second one. Couldn't put me out if you tried. And then that could just echo or something. So like give it an extra bar or something. Yeah. As far as fire, you couldn't get any higher. Couldn't put me out. Oh wait, see. Oh. Couldn't put me out if you tried. That's not gonna work, is it? <laughs> I'm not sure exactly what you're doing yet. Okay. Um, Okay. This last final voice memo is from the studio when we sang through the first verse and the pre-chorus. Now I'm remembering I hadn't even written the chorus yet when we started recording it in the studio, so I know I didn't write it for another, like, six months, but we recorded an unfinished song, which is funny. But also... Because we had this song just lying around for so long, each time we would revisit it, we were 
able to make lots of improvements on it. So it ended up kind of working out for the better that it took me so long to finish it. But here's the last voice memo. Stage painted blue, smell like cheap perfume in the back of the car. That's what I saw you. One year and six months past, you look better than ever. I know that I do too. I'm not sure if the eyes I'm looking into belong to the person that I once knew. Hard to tell since the rise. Oh, piss, I did it wrong. Whoopsie. <laughs> oh well, okay, we'll go straight through. I was a forest fire, you couldn't get any higher. Couldn't put me out if you try. Couldn't put me out if you try. That seems better. Yeah, I think that feels good. I'm just gonna have to take really deep. And here is a snippet of the final song written by me and Zach Kai Kendall. I always say his name wrong. I don't know if that's right. Uh, produced and mixed by Robbie Artris and mastered by John Naclerio. Stage painted blue, it smelled like cheap perfume in the back corner. That's where I saw you. One year and six months past, you look better than ever. I know that I do too I'm not sure if the eyes I'm looking into Belong to the person that I once knew Hard to tell Since the rise and fall of me and you I was a forest fire You couldn't get any higher Couldn't put me out if you tried Couldn't put me out everyone for listening this is a really special episode and I kind of felt weird about doing it at first but again I just felt really encouraged by friends that it would be cool or fun to hear the backstories and the light bulb moments for each of these songs and thus here we are specifically you Hunter Wade I did this mostly for you I love you you are one of the best people in the world and I I genuinely mean that I'm not crazy about self-promotion, but since I broke down the whole EP for you, it would be really cool if you went and you streamed it on Spotify or on a Apple Music or if you told Alexa to play it. I don't know. Whatever floats your boat. Again, it's called Burning Kind. It's written and performed by me, Felicia Parker. Bye. If you like what you've heard and want to support this project, if you're streaming on Spotify, it'd be amazing if you follow the podcast and download each episode as you stream them. If you're listening on the podcast's app, please give the show a five-star rating and it will help out immensely. Most importantly, of course, share these episodes with the people that you know. Theme song and audio production by Tip Frank, podcast artwork by Sierra Scott, Lydia Massey, and Kenzie Moroni. I appreciate everyone who's taken the time to listen to this. Until next time.